everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Rundown, Harvard Undergraduate Capital Partners podcast dedicated to all things entrepreneurship and venture capital. My name is Melissa Lee and I'm a student at the college managing connections for HUCP's members and founder community. Today, I'm really excited to introduce Oak Systems, an incredible mission-driven Harvard startup shaking things up in the natural hair market. I have the wonderful team with me here on Zoom today. Mila, Tulu, Unique, and Hakeem. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here today. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. I'll let the team tell you more about the great work they're doing, but just as some context, HUCP first came across Oak Systems in the fall semester last year when they entered into our innovation fund competition. We loved what Oak is doing with AI and algorithms to deliver the best Black-owned products to Black people with different hair types and hair needs. So to start us all off, are you able to tell us a little about yourself, you know, what you study, what grade you're in, and any fun fact that you want to throw in? Um, My name is Unique. I am a junior at the college. I study integrative biology. Um, my name is Tolu Moses. I am a junior um, majoring in history. And I guess a fun fact would be I just really love staying active. So I avidly work out. Um, I can go next. My name's Mila. I study statistics. I'm getting a secondary in energy and environment. And I am a senior, you know, very weird year to be a senior, but super excited to be here. And I'm Hakeem, I take the He series. I graduated from Harvard College in May of 2020, which is a weird year to graduate. I studied computer science and statistics um, as a joint with a secondary in African-American studies. Right now, I'm a software engineer at Google um, where I work on Google News. My fun fact is before I came to the United States, I'm originally from Jamaica, um, I never had cereal with milk. So what inspired you guys to found Oak Systems? Yeah, so when me and Unique came to Harvard in the fall of our freshman year, so that would be around 2018, um, we just realized that there didn't seem to be any like black hair stores around college, um, which makes sense because obviously Harvard is a predominantly white institution. You're not really gonna be seeing black hair stores with the multiplicity of hair products um, to buy from. The closest place would probably be CVS because, I mean, it's it's right next to Harvard, but they didn't really have that many products. So we just found ourselves like really frustrated with the lack thereof. Um, and we started to wonder if, if we're having this issue, if other people like us at other colleges kind of have this issue. One thing I always like to know when people ask about this is like, we were incredibly naive going into it. Neither Tola or I had any kind of business background, but we really just felt like, well, let's just try it out, see what happens. And I remember one of the first things we did was like reached out to Harvard Business School professors. Um, and like one of the professors really sat down with us and was like, you're doing everything wrong. Here are all our class materials. And this is what like making starting a company and entrepreneurship is. Cause I don't think, either of us really knew exactly what we were getting ourselves into, but we knew we just really wanted to make a difference in terms of like the natural hair experience. 
Awesome. I love how mission-driven you guys are. And it seems as though you've come a really, really long way. So it's super exciting what you're doing. I read on your website that you guys are working with AI and algorithms. And I'm wondering if you can explain a little more about how the technology works. Yeah, I'll jump in. So Oak is centered around the consultation, which is a three-minute form that collects data about a user's hair, their routine, their location, and other idiosyncrasies. We ask everything from how much breakage do you experience when you comb your hair to how often do you go swimming? Each of these answers contributes to the building of your hair profile, um, which is what we call a complex measurement of the uniqueness of your hair, which goes much further than the traditional 4C or 4B that labels ever could. Um, now, this, this itself is not necessarily new. Tons of companies try to assign you some label as part of a new system based on some quiz where we begin to differentiate ourselves and really lean into the math and science of it is by scoring every single product in natural hair products too. So with the help of chemists and hundreds of hours of research, we built a database of the ingredients in natural hair products, complete with how each of those ingredients fares for people's unique hair. And the last steps in the, pro the process are to synthesize the ingredients profiles into scores for each product and then we can match those products with a given user's hair profile. We then reinforce that um, by matching with user feedback, creating an endless and ever more accurate cycle of recommending. So we ground our process in the chemistry and biology behind somebody's hair, and we continuously solidify it with people's lived experiences and feedback. This is the Oak process and all of our products from our browser extension to our dashboard um, are built on this foundation to ensure that we are serving our users with the best science and technology that we have to offer. You guys are amazing and I love all the technology behind it. It sounds like you guys are really changing up the market. It sounds absolutely revolutionary. Um, I love hearing about founders who have their eureka moment at the most random of times. And I'm wondering for you guys, was there ever like an aha or like a light bulb moment when the idea came to fruition and all the pieces fell into place? Or would you describe it more as a gradual process of first identifying a need and then over several weeks um, having the idea form? Yeah, so I'll talk about like the first Eureka moment. And then of course there was a huge long process after that, but uh, where it really started was, it was like the first week of school and I talked to this girl and I loved her wig and she told me that she made it. And so I was like, wait, it's that easy to make wigs. Like I went on YouTube and I searched like how to make a wig. Um, sounds a bit crazy. And um, you're thinking like, where do you even get the supplies to make a wig? But to be honest, they're really easy to find in your classic neighborhood beauty supply store. And so Cambridge as a whole, Cambridge and Somerville, which have like very diverse populations, really only have one beauty supply store and it's not even fully stocked with things that you would regularly find. And so in that moment, I was like, this just isn't right. Yeah, and to add on, it's kind of like part of our like founding story. So I met Tolu the summer before she was gonna enter into her freshman year. And I didn't meet Unique until like that spring, but they had been talking about like, we want to build something for natural hair. We want to support Black-owned businesses. We want to do this for Black people. Um, but we were always a bit, like, unsure about how we would package it, right? Um, 
simultaneously that fall that I met Unique, actually, I was working on a project in CS50 where I was designing like a natural hair journal where people could document their natural hair journeys, you know, tell about their lifestyle, supposed to be a really integrative, like, you know, fun platform for people to connect. So we always knew that like social interaction and like really building a community around natural hair was very important to us but we weren't still sure about like the center of our experience. Um, upon further research and me having like, um, like a stats background and Unique also having like the chemistry and bio background, it became very evident to us that we needed to build some kind of algorithm or technology that was not just informative, but that could learn from people, that took in information that all these other natural hair quizzes weren't doing. And that was mostly like centralized. So after we decided, okay, so the Oak algorithm was going to be the center of our product, the center of the Oak experience. A lot of what we've been trying to do, we've been having like several eager moments about this is like, how do we package it? Um, algorithms are beautiful in themselves. Like Hakeem has done such a phenomenal job of like building a really powerful algorithm that we have tested on multiple occasions. Over 300 people have already used our algorithm and given us feedback about it, but just an algorithm won't compel like people to engage with the natural hair community. So a lot of what we've been doing in this past year and a half with Oak is actually trying to figure out how do we package it and how we're packaging it now is like the dashboard. It makes sense. You know, you can review your regimen, you can update it, you can um, review different products. But um, the real eureka moment that we had over the summer was actually building out our Google Chrome extension. So um, Tola has done a really excellent job of leading our marketing research. And we just realized that people are shopping online and even more with the pandemic, like we're all like, I was in my internship from my like little like room, little office in like my house. Like it was very clear and evident that e-commerce was the future and that although COVID might eventually end, the world was never going to be the same. So given a lot of those conclusions, we started thinking, well, how do people buy online? What kinds of technologies are people more familiar with? And um, I don't know about you, but I use like five Google Chrome extensions on like a daily basis. <laughs> um, and we know it's a technology that particularly our customer base, that being millennials and like Gen Z are very comfortable with. Um, we are launching this extension on February 17th and we're super excited about that. But I think having those discussions over the summer and honestly COVID and really just having to think more creatively about how we were gonna package Oak to me has really led us to this great moment today and being able to launch so soon. Congrats guys, February 17th is really soon. And I'm so excited to see um, your browser extension absolutely incredible work you guys are doing. And I love that you were able to really clearly identify that e-commerce was the space of the future, because that's definitely true. Um, it seems as though you guys are really close as a team now. And I'm wondering, you know, did you know each other before building Oak Systems? And what are your tips for founders who are maybe like doing it on their own and they want to find a fabulous team? We all met on campus. Uh, I met Tolu like the first week of freshman year. Mila within the first couple months and then Mila and Hakeem had a relationship and that's how we got connected with him um and so we all really started just as students and one thing one tip I would say is just uh first like make sure you trust your team 
I think that's the biggest thing when it comes, especially when it's such a small, like we're, we're all, none of us really know what we're doing, but like, I know that Tolu can hit marketing and Hakeem, like whatever he does in the technology is going to be amazing. Um, yeah. I think I also want to add, like, we probably take this for granted, but we also just all like happen to like get, really get along with each other and be good friends. But like that isn't necessarily a luxury, like you get to enjoy automatically as business partners. So I think it's also really important to make sure that, the, that especially if you're expanding your team, you're choosing people who you really think like fit the job. Like we're just really lucky that we all happen to be friends, but we're also like um, good at like spearheading the different parts of Oak that we kind of head. But I honestly just think that's a blessing for us. But I think you really want to prioritize, obviously choosing people that you get along with as well, but then people you feel like can really add to what it is that you're doing. Yeah. And just to add to that, this is not to say that there have not been like hiccups and, you know, the Oak team, uh, no one wants to sugarcoat that having a team um, building a product as cool as we think this is will not have its challenges. Um, but like Unique was saying, we, we trust each other really completely. I think the fact that, you know, Hakeem has graduated, I'm in my senior year, Unique and Tolu are still juniors is a testament to the fact that like, we still trust each other with what we're doing. Um, but also we maintain a professional relationship and also a friendship. Like this weekend, we will be filming videos. We're having a lot of fun. However, we know that um, we're gonna have an Oak meeting that day too. And we're gonna talk about what we did this week and um, just maintaining those boundaries of professionality, but also knowing that, you know, I love these people that I work with. I, I trust them completely. And I think that's really important to know. Yeah, I'll also add that you know, I'll bring it back to, to the beginning when I first got the email from Mila about this opportunity. Um, you know, yeah, when they, so so these three are the founders, Mila, Unique, and Tolor are the founders, and I'm the CTO. Um, but when they originally approached me, they were saying, hey, listen, we know that you can code. Can you build this thing for us? We can pay you some one-time fee. Um, and then I, I looked at it and I was like, wow this looks like a really cool product. These are really cool, really brilliant people. I think that, you know, accepting some one-time fee for this is not doing this project justice. I think that this is something that I am willing to commit to and, you know, dive into and I've been working on it for, you know, two years now. I, I think that it's really important for, for people to jump at those types of opportunities, um, that to, to believe in their friends and believe in the ideas that, you know, people that they trust are coming to them with because it can really turn into something beautiful as Oak has. Those are some incredible tips, you guys. Thanks so much for sharing. What have been some milestones that you've been proud to achieve as a team? Yeah, I think like it should be clear by now that we all kind of just jumped into this entrepreneurship thing. Of course, no one really had that like background knowledge. And honestly, we didn't really know what we were doing in the beginning. So I I want to like make a distinction between like milestones in the beginning and like milestones now. So I would say towards the beginning of starting Oak, 
uh, just finding a time and sticking to it and meeting consistently was a big milestone because I think after that, our productivity and how much we were able to track our progress really, really improved. Um, also finding our vibe and just how we wanted to brand were also really, really big things for us because we definitely struggled with like who Oak was and how we actually wanted people to perceive us. And then deciding what our pillars are as a company were really, really huge milestones initially and definitely set the foundation for where we are today. Um, and later on, just after doing like research and conducting beta tests and talking to our mentors, like I said, I think milestones really moved on to actually like building out Oak on that like foundation of who we are. So changing our business plan from a monthly subscription platform um, to like a dashboard where you take a consultation and it gives you a, a regimen that's tailored to your hair, um, streamlining our operations um, by like, for example, um, in addition to having weekly meetings, also making like a Google Drive where it's shared with all of us and we can kind of see what everyone's doing creating the algorithm and continue, continuing to add to that. And then our dashboard, which we actually recently just finished a couple months ago, which are all really huge things. But yeah, th those are just some milestones we've um, reached recently. But I just wanted to make that distinction between milestones initially and um, milestones like as Oak gets older and more established. Yeah, thank you for that distinction, Tolo. I think that is really important. Um, you know, some other milestones include us getting into the, uh, the Harvard Innovation Labs, which gave us a space to work as well as access to mentors from the business school. Um, that was really great. You know, launching our, our first beta product was a huge milestone for us because it allowed us to, you know, get initial data and get some feedback on our initial assumptions. Synthesizing that data, learning from it was really cool. Um, and then recently, moving on to the pitch and grant competition circuit, winning a few of those, actually getting some money so that we're not spending our own money in this and we have some real um, investor interest is also really cool. Um, getting more mentors through those competitions who are not Harvard affiliated was nice because we were able to expand our network. Um, these are all things that have been happening very quickly but have been incredibly exciting for us. Have there been any challenges along the way? You know, are there things that people seem to misunderstand about your company or something that they wish, that, sorry, that you wish people knew? Yeah, I can start with that. So there have been many challenges. <laughs> um, I, if we had the time, we could easily talk about so many of them. But I think something that we particularly struggled with, because none of us really have a um, a huge like finance, like revenue model background is trying to figure out how we're gonna make money. Um, obviously, Oak is really mission-driven. We want to empower Black-owned businesses. We want to empower Black people. We know how important Black hair is to our cultural experience in America or throughout the diaspora. And we need to learn how to monetize that. So all these aspirations are great, but if we can't monetize it, then um, we're gonna have very few people who want to work with us. Um, and also, we just wanted to figure out particularly how we could support those black owned businesses better. And that also coincided with finding a revenue model that empowered them, but also empowered us. So um, it's really interesting because Oak 
is often thought of as like a, a B2C kind of company. You know, each person gets their own regimen. Um, it's kind of like an individualized experience, even with like our extension, our browser extension, it's popping up on your specific browser, but everything that's happening on the back end is just partnerships. It's just that B2B stuff. Um, we have uh, an affiliate model that is, we think is like really strong and also extremely scalable. Um, but it took us a really long time to realize that actually empowering the businesses will help empower us at the same time um, because we are a black owned business as well. So um, I think that has been the biggest challenge for me because as like someone who deals mostly with operations, trying to figure out how we can make money um, and how we can scale that um, is really important. But other things that people misunderstand is that first of all, we are four black students at Harvard. Um, Unique and Tolu could probably also talk easily about this. Some of our early experiences with investors have been so strange, <laughs> like so wildly strange and so obviously racialized and have sexist connotations and just trying to also get through that mental battle of realizing that we are building uh, an important product. We are building a product that people want. We are building a product that is scalable. We are building a product that can make money. We are building something great and um not only trying to convince other people that but ourselves that because there were so many just obvious systemic barriers to getting to where we are today um so something we want people to understand about oak is that you know we're here to stay first of all like we're not going away um but also that this is not just about natural hair. This is not just about feeling good about the way you look. This is about empowering businesses. This is about making sure there's equitable space for black owned businesses in America throughout the world. Um, and hair is just the beginning for us. Yeah, and I guess I can just like sort of build off of what Mila has said. I think she's really hit on a lot of points regarding our business plan and that going through a couple iterations and our initial experiences with mentors. And I just want to emphasize that those were just really weird initially. And I, I honestly don't even think we had a candid conversation about how weird it was until we'd kind of gone through a couple mentors. But people just, you could just tell some people that we met with initially were not taking us seriously, whether that's because we're women, whether that's because we're black or whether that's because we're college students who are significantly younger than them. So those are just things that were really annoying, very annoying and difficult to deal with. And I think we've kind of become more selective with who we actually make our mentors and we kind of size them up like in, um, in our initial meetings to make sure that this is actually going to be a fruitful relationship and they're not just kind of doing it as a pity pro project sort of thing. Um, and other things that have been things that we've been really working on and that we continue to work on is kind of describing and figuring out who our niche target customer base is, because that is something we've struggled with since the beginning. And it's something we've definitely figured out more as we've um, kind of conducted beta tests and talked to people, but something we're still figuring out. And then marketing, of course, is another big like project that we're all kind of involved in, even though I kind of spearhead that part of it because it, it's very involved and managing all these different social media accounts and things is, is a lot. So I, I just wanted to point out that we're still working on these things and kind of give more context to the things that Mila had mentioned. Yeah, I'm really sorry that you guys had to deal with bias and a lot of doubt from investors. 
Um, I really hope that investors see exactly how important Oak Systems is because you guys are set out to achieve so much. I mean, the big challenge is probably COVID. How has lockdown affected your operations, if at all? So I think that, so like I said before, COVID allowed us, I think, to give us allowed us to have that space to think more creatively about how we wanted to package this really phenomenal algorithm that we were able to create. And if anything, I kind of, I kind of like thank COVID for like that, because we're super excited about what we're about to launch. Um, But also recognizing that COVID is not just a two year, like little hurdle in the blip of Oak's existence. It does signal to a huge, Um, increase in like e-commerce and we're building a platform that is centric towards the future so we feel a lot more comfortable with what we're delivering to potential investors to pitch competitions simply because um, we know what the future is signaling to now but we also recognize that we wish you could all be in person and like you know we used to all hang out in the smith campus center like reserve a room and like talk and chat before we like went in But now all we have is Zoom, but it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what are the biggest lessons you've learned so far as entrepreneurs? Like what advice would you give to other young entrepreneurs coming from the lessons that you guys have experienced? Uh, Mine is a bit cliche um, and maybe a bit cringy, but literally just do it. Um, I think one thing I've really realized about myself is that no matter what, I kind of just go for it, uh, whether that's dumb or not. I mean, some some things are a bit more calculated, but like the, the hardest thing to do is just start. And once you do that and you get the ball rolling, if you're committed, like you can make something happen. I mean, not obviously there's so many failed startups, but like just failing is a huge learning experience. And so really like whatever idea you have, just start, even if it's bad, like you'll work your way to a good one. Our first idea not great. I'm going to be honest, but we've worked our way to something that's great that can make money and that hopefully people will really find value from. And it's because we started and we've been committed for two years and we've just like kept going and kept pushing through. And so to every entrepreneur, anyone who's aspiring, just get started. I really, really, really want to second what Unique was saying and add a little bit to it. Um, I cannot emphasize enough how just like confused we were in the beginning, literally no clue what we're, what we were doing, like just starting, literally just jumping into the process and doing the research ourselves and seeing what we came up with. And I think we've learned so much in terms of breaking a huge idea into like small bite-sized actionable steps and just carrying it out. Because to me, I feel like that is what entrepreneurship is just like kind of building and building. And I can't believe how far we've come, but the element I wanted to add to what Unique said is that if you are going to do it, which you should just do it, um, make sure that you're committed because we wouldn't have been able to come to where we are today and built on that really, that initial idea that we had if we didn't really believe in what we were doing and really want to carry it out and we're committed to it even as super super busy college students who have so many other things that they're juggling but we made time for it and that's that's why we've come as far as we have yeah and i'll say 
what what drives that commitment for us i think is our our love of this subject of of natural hair you know we all love our hair we all like invest a lot of time and energy and care into it um and that has made this incredibly fun for me you know yes like we we you know we were all full-time students i have a full-time job but when i when i get off my job at five o'clock you know and i eat dinner i'm ready again to dive into oak because i really care about what we're trying to do here i really think that you know one i love natural hair and i want it to be more accessible to to more people um two i think that it is really important for black owned businesses to have us have to, to have as much support as possible from black folks and other folks um in the marketplace um and i, I think that's just really that's just really cool you know that's really fun and and nice it doesn't have to be you know, rigid, it doesn't have to be all about making as much money as possible or taking over the market. It's, you know, for us, it's because we love hair and we want people to thrive and to, to feel good and to, to look good. We, we love that. Like, you know, last week, the founders met with um, the, the founder um, of a product line that I use, Tijin, thank God it's natural, um, a, a, a black woman alum of Harvard, you know, they met with her. She's partnering with us. I use her products every day. That's incredibly exciting. Um, so, so that's also a big part of it. Make sure that you're, you're loving what you do. Uh, that, that, that is going to provide you with more energy and drive than anything else, I think. Yeah, lastly, I think I'll just say entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. Like there have been times in Oak where we wanted to focus on like, okay, building a product. We want to focus on like building new mentors. Um, you meet so many incredible people in the space. I cannot tell you how many people just blow me away. I'm like, wow, I want to be you. <laughs> but um, like, it looks different for everyone. And just, I think, the way entrepreneurship sometimes is presented to our generation in particular is like in this like Forbes 30 under 30 lens, like you need to make this list and you need to have all these accolades and you need to be in Y Combinator and you need to always be in California in the Bay. And it really can look like anything you want. Entrepreneurship is an incredibly creative space. It's a place where I have been able to grow most creatively to me on campus. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. So I think it's really important just to remember that it's creativity, but also like it really looks differently for everyone and also depending on where you're at in life as well. Yeah, 100%. And the passion that you guys have is absolutely incredible. I'm sure that a lot of our listeners will find it really inspiring. Last question for today. What does the future look like for you and for the startup? Yeah, so right now we are focused on hair care, um, but like we've alluded to before, our vision really extends so much further. And throughout the way, we're really trying to, like as we've stated so many times, empower Black folks and empower, empower Black-owned businesses. And so we're hoping that the technology that we've started to build now can really expand to all different markets and so that we're supporting black owned businesses in every sector. Um, and then for us, I mean, we are all students, as we've said, and our commitment really shows. And so I really hope that in five years or hopefully less, maybe like as soon as we graduate, um, we're all working full time on Oak um, and really just pushing to 
make the the world that we want to see. I mean, it's really been an incredible journey for us thus far. Um, and I personally cannot wait until we get to that point where we really get to dive in fully. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys, for coming onto our podcast today. I've learned so much about what you're all doing. I loved hearing about how you guys met, how you guys came to the idea, what the future holds. This is something that has so much potential and I'm 100% behind you. So thank you so much again. Thank you, Melissa. Um, and if anyone has any more questions about anything that we covered, like please feel free to reach out to us. You can find us by Googling um, Oak Systems. Uh, we have pretty good SEO. Uh, you could um, email us directly at info at myoaksystem.com. Um, so yeah, we'd love, we'd love to hear from folks. Thank you.